Hello, I'm Colin Lowe and welcome to the latest podcast from Suffolk Money, supported by Kingsfleet. Now, in this episode, we're talking about geeks, or more specifically about a place in Ipswich called the Geek Retreat. It opened just over two years ago and has proven to be a haven for people who love things like gaming. So my colleague Leslie Dolphin has been along to find out more and first of all met Sharon Lockhart, one of its owners. Hello, Sharon. Hello, how are you, Leslie? I'm all right, thank you. It is a real retreat, all the buses roaring past outside yeah, as well. Definitely, it's nice and warm and cosy when it's a cold day out there today. <laughs> so, so tell me, let's sit down and, uh, and tell me all about this. It's two years old in October, wasn't it? You set this up just after lockdown, I think. It was, yeah, we were a bit mad. You know, we've just had a lockdown. We Actually, when we opened, we were still in, you had to have your tables six uh, feet apart was it I think yeah. it's hard to remember hard that to time. Time. No, we all forget but well <laughs> apart yeah yeah so yeah we opened two years ago and basically since then it's become our happy place it says that above the door so it's it's um hard to explain what geek retreat is uh quite unusual I think for a lot of places but it's a bit of everything it's a shop it's a cafe it's a community hub it's an event location so lots of things all in one and, and if i say gaming people of my age probably won't totally understand it it's like, but it's a lot of uh, of card games isn't it yeah. and, and that's board games yeah it's everything from chess to board games to trading card games which most people are familiar with pokemon or have heard of it at least um but there's other card games like digimon magic the new card game by disney and ravensburger called Lorcana. Um, so we have lots of things like that and then we have role play games like Dungeons and Dragons which again most people have heard of that kind of game and then things like Warhammer which has been around quite a while as well so it's a bit of all those things but it can be anything else as well we've we've added on a crafting corner because we have a crochet group and then we've spread that into craft painting so we have some items people can just come in and paint anytime they want things like that so yeah it's it's anything anyone wants it to be and it gets molded into what different customers need and want I think you just got married and you set this up originally in your house or in your garage, didn't you? And then took this on. And it's a franchise, is that right? That's right. So Geek Retreat is a franchise across Scotland and England. Um, I think there's some in Ireland as well. Wales as well. Um, I think there's about 35 shops at the moment. And um, we heard about it because there was a newspaper article came out saying that Geek Retreat might come to Suffolk. My husband read it and said, what a great place that would be for our own children. It started with them, really. So we have children who are neurodiverse. Um, we have a non-binary child. And just like sometimes there isn't that place for young people to fit in. So it kind of started from that. It's his idea. Went out. He f- went to Scotland the day before lockdown. So it was like um, quickly went up to Scotland, met the team and and that's where our journey started with Geek Retreat. Since then, we found out that Geek Retreat is quite unique in a franchise and that each shop has its own individual atmosphere and nature. So it depends on the owner of the business. 
my thing. I didn't even think I'd be involved because to be honest, I was not a gamer very much. And I did the board games with the family, that kind of thing. But because I did community outreach and I was a teacher before, that kind of became my area. So getting involved with the charity work and getting different people in the shop that might not have normally gone to a, a traditional game shop um, that that's kind of been my role in it and now my husband works elsewhere <laughs> and, and I'm just running the two shops because we have Bedford as well my son runs that one very much a family business both the shops but even between our two shops they're quite different just because ours is so Ipswich and it's all about what happens in Ipswich is, is it word of mouth is that how people find you I think it's a bit of everything it is word of mouth because people come the first time and make new friends and then they'll tell their friends and but we've done things like um we do meet up mondays which is through the rural coffee caravan um that started out really small but it's growing and growing each week we get more people and then we see them come with their friends other times in the week which is lovely as well so that's a whole different um character of people coming in we also again that the charities that we work with often do meetups and then we see those um, customers come in again and again and again because they find once you've been once you just become part of the family and then you you just fit in with everybody else in the shop I'm really intrigued because you didn't set out with a plan for how it would feel and it did it just develop pretty much straight away it it did we knew that it would be a place where people who might not necessarily fit into other groups might find it really comfortable and that was our goal so we set it up with um, where people could come in and visit the shop before it was even open or on a quiet time so they could see the shop because I suffer from anxiety myself and I know that feeling of the first time so we have a video on our Facebook page people can walk through almost without even coming into the shop and then we get messages and I just I spend a lot of time talking on social media because I want everybody to just feel welcome. So I answer every message practically myself. The team do help a bit, but I just will talk to everybody and we've just created this magic space. Who Now our customers do that job for us. So we've got a very small family team, but now our customers are our greatest advocates. So they'll come in customers will come in for the first time look around and you see them talking to a table the table jump up and start talking to them and go hey welcome we're doing this you've got to come to crochet group or whatever it is I, I love the fact you do from crochet to cards is what I, I was going to I was going to say as well and so if I walked in here I mean obviously I came in with a purpose didn't I but if I was in here on my own and wondering would someone eventually come and talk to me do you think yeah well actually uh, the man behind me it I've just gone to talk to him because it's his first time ever in the shop so he hadn't been here before <laughs> man and now he's getting now he's spoken, spoken about, about on a podcast yeah, as well <laughs> exactly i did warn him that we were doing a podcast but yeah i went up and found out that he's just waiting for a car to be fixed and found the shop so now he's part of the family whether he likes it or not uh, but that's what happens because uh, like he's interested in a certain game we know people who might be interested in that game so hopefully we get him We've hooked him in now, and he's, he's, he's welcomed. <laughs> and, and the fact that you've got the cafe here as well, uh, and I think you've teamed up, haven't you, with, for, for more vegan food as yeah. well. Yeah, so we had a basic, basic menu, um, and we wanted to expand our vegan options because we find a lot of the young people are, 
either vegetarian or vegan and we wanted to have that wider range of food and who does it better than Hank's Dirty in Ipswich like they're just known for their vegan food so I've talked to Jeff for quite a while and then we finally just went okay we want to do this thing we both admire what each other are doing so let's just do it so we now offer everything on our menu um, can come as vegan um, I think there's only a couple of exceptions you don't want a meat pie but we do have a vegan pie <laughs> yeah. um so we've tried to make it so that everything has a vegan option even down to our fudge we've now have vegan and non-vegan fudge so that's just um something we wanted to do we have a lot of customers who have requested vegan options as well um it's going really really well and if anyone hasn't tried hank's dirty chili Come and get the loaded fries or the nachos with the chili. Oh my goodness, it's so good. My tummy's going to rumble. So I've, had their, I've had their burgers and oh yeah. ch- chili yet. Anyway, um, but a cafe is really a, a really good way to get people to sit down, isn't it? To make you feel at home. Yeah, it, it was really hard after lockdown. I think in a way it was hard to open then, but at the same time it was the best time to open because we needed that space to feel connected again to people. And I think what's happened is the people who came into the shop at that time have made these bonds with people that are lifelong now and they call them family and they call kids call the other players in the shop aunts and uncles and things like that. And they've just become this support team. I know I have Kathy here from our crochet corner and Kathy came in a year ago, just a couple of days ago, it was a year ago, um, on a visit from Canada and she was sitting behind me and I was having I was having a, was it a, a something I was eating something and you went oh is, what's that and you had the same thing as me and I remember and I thought instantly that this lady we're gonna be best friends but, but, but and we'll talk to Kathy in a minute yeah, but yeah. we hear your accents as well I mean you do yeah. have Canada in common <laughs> that don't also you? did <laughs> that was also a common link yeah I am originally from well I was, actually I was born in Jarrow so I'm Geordie then went to Canada when I was six but I've been in England for 20 years now. So, yes, I still sound Canadian or Irish or whatever people think I sound. Um, but, yeah, it's, I've been here a long time now. So, so just dare I t- talk money as well, because this is a business as well. How does, how, how does that work? Does Do you, you make enough money? Obviously, people coming in, and as long as they buy coffees, I think you're really yeah. happy for people if, they, if they're coming into a warm space. Yeah. So it is, like all businesses right now, it's it's a knife edge really it could be one bad thing that could affect any business right now I think um, we have been very lucky that our customers are so loyal that they will support us even and and they know they know that the what the challenges are we, our tables are free for anyone who buys anything so people can come in and buy a coffee a chocolate bar or 100 pounds worth of magic and they can sit and play for two hours absolutely free so it it's um yeah it's hard it's a balance we are at that nice we're in a sweet spot right now and you just like keep going keep going and we just had really good news on our our electricity bill it's going to be a lot less per month which is like hurrah finally yay because that was very very scary when that tripled i think overnight and what the, our expected cost was versus the cost. So now it's come down a bit, which just feels like a bonus right now. Um, but we know it's hard for our customers as well. So we try and make it so that it's affordable and it's really cheap entertainment. If you need to bring your family out for a day and all you have to do is buy a few drinks and sit and play games for three hours, that's actually a really reasonable 
um, type of entertainment right now. I wish you'd been here when my boys were little. I was going to say, <laughs> then to their Pokemon, I'd have been very happy. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> and we get that because we have a kids club on Saturdays and, you know, those parents come in, they sit and drink coffee. The kids are happy playing their Pokemon and trading and we're doing a little tournament coming up soon for the kids only. But we've had one of the girls went to like a regional or national competition, came third. So it's amazing. There's there's so many things that people find their niche and find their people because there's so many different things that are happening. And, and you as a shop, you, you won a European competition, didn't you, fairly recently? We did. It was very exciting. So it, it's kind of a funny one because we had to send a picture of a display and um, it was for Magic the Gathering and we sent it to Wizards of the Coast, which is like who um, makes... Um, Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons and we thought there's no way our little display in Ipswich but they really liked it because it was exactly how they wanted it and they just like they appreciated the fact that we had looked at what they had said and all of our customers had got involved and they'd blown up balloons and stuck it all around and people had dressed up as Gandalf and things like that so it was more because again it was a display but it was about the community which is what we're all about. Brilliant. Well, congratulations for that. Let's have a word with Cathy and then you're going to give me a quick tour and we're going to accost one or two other people who thought they were here for a nice quiet morning probably as well. So, hi, Cathy. Hello. Hello. Uh, and from, as you can tell, from Canada, whereabouts? Uh, I live in Alberta in a city called Edmonton. Okay. And you, you do to and fro then? Uh, yes. My partner lives here, so I spend about half the year here and half the year back in Canada. Colder there now than here, I think. Uh, not today, but really? in general, yes, we're having unseasonably warm weather back there. But yes, in general... It's much colder there than here in the winter. And what do you miss about Canada when you're here? Um, the water pressure in my shower. <laughs> <laughs> my brother lives in Canada. He's just have a, had, to, had to have a, a well dug oh. to, to, to get enough water. For his, oh. it's, it's a new well, so, so that made me think. So I live in a big city, so I'm good there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I miss my family that lives in Canada when I'm, when I'm there, but... When I'm there, I miss my family that's here too. So it's always whichever side of the ocean I'm on, I'm missing somebody on the other side. So tell me about Geek Retreat. What got you through the door in the first place? And, and you come across Croatia, I think. So my partner and her children had come um, earlier when they had first opened. I think they were here on the first day or the second day. And so they, she brought me here to, and we played. Uh, we tried a Dungeons & Dragons trial night one night to play. Um, and we've been in with the kids multiple times playing games. And... Uh, my partner's family is all the people I knew here and so I saw the on the Facebook page they had listed crochet corner and I didn't know how to crochet I can knit but I didn't know how to crochet and I thought well I'll go and I was really nervous because you know it's meeting a whole bunch of new people right and oh I didn't even sit down and I was already part of the group so um, I've been coming when I'm here and when I'm not here I frequently come by video chat which is 5 a.m. at my house, um, but I join that in. That takes real devotion. Yeah, I, they, Sharon puts me on the video on the computer, and I join in in my pajamas, and I crochet and chat with the group. So I, I really miss them when I'm not here. They miss me, too, because when I start coming, I get a whole bunch of, are you here? When are you coming? When will you be here? So That's, yeah. that's a really nice feeling, isn't it? It is, very much. So I have a little circle here now that when I need something, I just... I needed a recommendation for a business the other day and I just put it in our group chat and a couple of people said, oh, this or that, and it really helps out to know people, right? Yeah. Is there anything like this that you've got back home in Canada? Uh, there are groups like this. They're run in the libraries usually, um, 
but they're a bit hit and miss in terms of this one's always like every Thursday you can come and the ones there are a little bit more variable um, and you know you have to find your group right and so sometimes you might go but the people that are there aren't your they're not your your group um, whereas the people here are definitely my group what do you think of Ipswich Ah, I like it. It's a nice sized city. I find it quite walkable because I don't have a car personally. I ride a motorbike or, or I walk. So I find it quite good. The public transport is decent except for the fact that you frequently I have to go somewhere that's multiple buses, so different companies, which really kind of irritates me. Um, and I, the parking's not very good. It's hard to find parking here, which is a problem in all major cities, I think. So um, yeah, I like it here. I know, Sharon, you're, you're one of those who's really pro-Ipswich, and, and, and Ipswich suffers for, from bad press, doesn't it? Yeah, I think often it's hard if you're sitting at home and you hear that there's bad things happening, you're, you're, you're gonna, that's going to build on your fear of coming to the, the town. But when you're actually here, and I'm here every day, so I see Ipswich at the best of times, the worst of times, and there has been things that have happened, but that happens in every town. And I think what will overcome that fear is people actually coming again. We just need people. And, and what you see here is there is no fear in this job. It does feel safe. We're here till 10 o'clock every night. So if anyone's ever like in Ipswich and it's late at night and they don't feel safe, just pop in because we're here with our hot coffees and our nice, warm, cozy atmosphere. And, and um, yeah, we've become that for a few people when they don't feel like there's anywhere else to go. You might not want to go to a bar but you can just come and sit in a cafe and have coffee. And we've had a lady who was 86 who used to come in all the time every evening because she didn't want to be sitting at home alone. She liked hanging out and there's all these people playing Yu-Gi-Oh. I remember that was the first time I met her. It was a Yu-Gi-Oh night and there's all these people playing Yu-Gi-Oh and then this little lady having her cup of tea and just enjoying the atmosphere. It was wonderful. Joan, we miss you. <laughs> and I think from babies to, to 96 is when the oldest Yeah, customer. our oldest customer was 96. We haven't seen her in a while so it's always a bit of a worry but um we had a four-day-old baby so it had it is all ages it's all genders it's all nationalities and it's just like it's almost like labels are important and I think people have to be who they really are and I think when you walk through the door it's great that you can just be you whatever that is and be your genuine self and everybody accepts everybody it just doesn't matter like in a way so I find I'm a parent of a, a child on the Asperger's uh, spectrum and he's grown now, so he's not here. But what I do find in this shop is they are very welcoming to anyone who's neurodivergent. My next door neighbor has multiple, uh, her four, four sons are all neurodivergent and they came. And they, she was really worried to bring her four sons out in public because many places aren't very welcoming or very accepting of you know differences of in the neurodivergent spectrum and they were they had a fantastic day here and we see that all the time you you meet people and they're like oh I don't know if I want to come come you'll be loved here mm. <laughs> it's so nice to hear that from your customers isn't it I mean that's the reward for me has I didn't like we just didn't know what would happen and it it is so rewarding. It's so hard, but it's so rewarding. And, and it just makes us want to do more and more for everybody in the community and Ipswich and just keep that positivity in our town. And, and if that can spread by, you know, hopefully Hanks will get some of our customers visiting. So it is a, like a give and take. We have BMC Bakery who brings our baked goods. So we're supporting our town that way as well. If we can, Whatever we can do, 
we try to get involved as much as we can and promote other small businesses in the area. I know I'm always shouting out for Love One and Miss Quirky Kicks and various shops around town. You're listening to the Suffolk Money podcast. It's supported by King's Fleet. We're chatting to Sharon Lockhart, one half of the couple that have set up at Geek Retreat in Ipswich, which is where we are at the moment. Been hearing all about how it's two years old and so on. Are you going to take me on a quick tour yeah, as, as so well? We are a shop, a cafe, a space to play games, a space to come and just eat and hang out. Um, so on the walls are all our products for sale. So if you love Pokemon, things like that, we try and get in a wide range so we meet lots of people's needs. Um, we've also added a craft area and the board games and the Dungeons and Dragons, all that kind of thing. Um, but you can just come in, pick up the menu and have a coffee or have some of the new Hank's food, which is brilliant. Um, but we also have an upstairs area, which during the day isn't used. So we get a lot of charities or groups just want to meet. And we say, well, as long as you buy some food or drink while you're here, then you can use the space for free because it's just there. So you might as well use it. But down here we have some people playing various games. Um, so this is Magic Players. Okay. I was going to say, I see the Lord of the Rings. I have to learn how to play it. I'm quite into Lord of the Rings, so I have to see. <laughs> and this is Chelsea, who has actually had her wedding reception at the shop so very special oh go on describe describe your wedding reception tell me what happened it was magical um sharon kind of made it just perfect sharon and her husband just they did everything um it yeah it was just magical it was it was a magic themed wedding too so it kind of fit in with how me and luke what did you wear a very I took her wedding dress shopping because, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was me and one of the other ladies from our crochet group. We took you to the wedding dress exchange in Ips, in, uh, just near Framlingham. And, um, yeah, it was a very magical day. Yeah, <laughs> We all started crying. <laughs> and then, yeah, just Sharon made everything special. It was, yeah, more than I could ask for. So, so do you spend much time here? <laughs> I'm in here and up every day. Yeah. My children look at this as a second home. Um, my daughter kind of grew up here. She learned how to walk here. Um, I have a video of that. Um, she kind of said her first words properly here, Nana G as one. Um, and my boy can be who he wants to be. So he's on the spectrum of either ADHD or autism and no one judges him. And that's one thing that is really, really special to me because he does feel like he gets judged a lot and this place has helped him become who he wants to be. And he's made some really, really good friends here. What did you do before here? Nothing. I genuinely didn't. I didn't leave my house. I was quite very nervous, anxious person before coming here. And how did you find it? Uh, my husband. He actually applied for a job here. He'd been coming for magic for a while, yeah. and we just knew that he was a special person, so we needed a magic um, yeah. events person. We, we asked Luke if he would mind taking on that role, and it's been brilliant having Luke here with all his knowledge. It's like Because he's a player, so he knows he knows the game inside and out, and he knows it from the player's perspective as well as all the background with Wizards of the Coast. They're, they're whispering there, so I was going to say, I don't understand any of the games. It's probably far too <laughs> too complicated to explain. Are you playing as well? Not at the moment, no. They were already in a game, so I couldn't join in. So who's win. Do people win the game? Yeah. Is, how does it work? Oh, oh, they're whispering still. <laughs> you don't need to whisper, you're allowed. Oh, okay. See, Josh is someone who came in and didn't really know Josh anyone, did you? And now you know tons of people and... and I've seen a change in him as a person. He used to come in quite quiet, quite 
withdrawn, looking down, wouldn't talk to anyone. And now look at him chatting here away. See if it, his real challenge is whether he'll talk to me, I have to say, which is the worrying thing. Are you going to talk to me, Josh, as well? Hello. Hello, what do you reckon then? So tell me who's winning. Is that is that feasible? Do, do people win or does it take like... People do win. Uh, at the moment, I'm trying to figure out who's winning. Um, I myself cannot tell. Can't tell as well. And this place then has made a huge difference to you. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Brilliant. I'm going to tap two. I'll leave you carrying on because we have it down here as well. Is it Joni we have down here? Yeah, we have Joni. So Joni comes here. Lots of people come in to do work. Um, So they can plug in their laptops. We have free Wi-Fi. Grab your coffee. Just sit. It's warm. You don't have to pay for your electricity and your heating at home. (laughs) So that saves you some money. We are a warm space anyway. So if anyone wants to come in and just grab a coffee, come in and... uh, yeah, this is Joni. Hi, Joni. Hello. Hello. So you're sitting here with your little laptop working away. Oh, yes, just sitting, typing away, getting some work done, replying to some emails, doing a bit of writing. So, yeah. Do you play as well? Do you play games? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I've played board games for quite a while. I, um, I'm on the chess ladder here, so I play chess. I've been teaching a few friends how to play chess as well, so that's fun. And, um, yeah, I take, I take part in some of the various board games and the uh, trans and non-binary meet-up on a Friday. And, uh, yeah, th- I mean, th- th- this place is, it's a hub for a lot of different people and a lot of different communities. Mm-hmm. And I think the key thing is that absolutely everyone is welcome here. And that's not just paid lip service. It's absolutely true within the ethos down to the bricks of the building that it is a place where everybody is welcomed and is welcoming as well. Mm-hmm. How, di- how did you find the place? Oh, I mean, a, a long-term Ipswich resident for my sins. And, um, you know, saw saw rumblings and things happening and went, oh, what's that going to be? And um, and then I was like, oh, OK, it's a, it's a board games cafe. That's cool. Like, that's because, like, you know, long history. I remember, you know, uh, my, my one of my closest friends, Ben, I was in charge of organising his uh, stag do. And um, we ended up in Leicester in not one but two board games cafes because that's just the kind of people we are. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, board games cafe. OK, cool. And, um, yeah, I've kind of become part of the furniture here now, really. Like, yeah. This is your table. This is Joni's table. <laughs> my table. Like, have to have a blue plaque on the wall there. <laughs> a little blue plaque. Joni yeah. is here, I think. The Joni. Put the camera so we can see Joni whenever they're here, because we've put in a security camera right behind Joni. And it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Joni Doe memorial table. Um. I mean, do you think Ipswich needs more places like this, in a way? I, I think so, yeah. I mean, I, I think... The, seeing the difference that this has made to people and seeing how much it's brought people into the town centre who wouldn't necessarily otherwise be coming into the town centre and seeing the positive effect that that's having um, on a number of other kind of shops that are also, like, associated with, you know, things like board games and card games and, and stuff. You know, it's it's having a net effect far beyond... Um, what happens within the shop but beyond it as well and that's a really wonderful thing to see um, I, I think you know we live in a world now where it is possible to buy anything online and that's why we've seen the death of shops like Wilco opposite us here and we, we you know, Ipswich is full of large empty shops things like British home stores that we thought were shibboleths that could never die they were too big to fail and we've seen um that happen. We've seen things like Wilco, things like British Home Stores, things like Next, things like, 
you know, move out of the town centre and leave or just, you know, go bankrupt altogether. Um, and I think what we're seeing now economically is we're seeing a move from places where you can go to buy things to things that are physical service things. So, you know, admittedly, like, you know, one one can go on the internet and obtain paints for Warhammer figures or, you know, squishies or cards, but coming here to this shop, there is a provision of something that one can't get online, that sense of community, that sense of um, friendship, that sense of, 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 of chosen family which like doesn't exist online and that that's you know that's so important particularly for people who are already on the fringes of society and perhaps not incredibly welcome everywhere so you know looking at uh, the 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 people in the store i know who are neurodivergent the people who are trans and, and gender non-conforming the people who are not necessarily made to feel as welcome in society as you know what would be considered quote regular people and this place has become a haven and is allowing them to um have a place that where they're welcome and it's a beautiful beautiful thing it's, it's all about feeling that you belong isn't it it is community it's being part of a community and feeling that you're part of it it's yeah it, it, it is it's feeling like one belongs but it's also just feeling uh, feeling normal which, of course, all of the, the people in those groups who I've just described, we are all normal. We're you know, all people, aren't we? Yeah, Let's like, you know, people. like, people with autism are normal. People with ADHD are normal. People who um, have difficulties communicating socially are normal. Trans people are normal. Non-binary people are normal. And, and to have a space where it is possible for people who perhaps struggle socially, who perhaps aren't don't feel as welcome in other spaces, to have a space where they are permitted to and, and encouraged and enabled <laughs> to feel welcome is an absolutely wonderful thing. Sharon is, she is I think, going to cry over here as yeah. well, but that's exactly what you're aiming for, isn't it? It oh, is. Bless you. <laughs> bless you. Well, it's just, you don't, I mean, we, we talk to our customers all the time and I know how much it means to them and it's just lovely to hear. Oh, <laughs> they're going to have to have a, have a quick hug. <laughs> Sharon, t- tell me, I mean, you've celebrated two years. We'll leave you to carry on with your work as well, <laughs> having interrupted you. So just tell me, yeah. I mean, plans for the future, more of the same? Is that- yeah, um, we want to continue. I mean, we've got our communities are growing and growing. Like our Pokemon community is like one of the most amazing groups out there. Like they're just so lovely. They come in all the time. And each group, each game has its own community. Um, But we also do things like we've had menopause groups and we have had grief groups and those people have meant a lot as well. So it's, it's funny how it is just growing and it's like if people want a place and they need to find out more, they can just contact us and and let us know if you need a space, you want to run an event, you want to run a charity event, just contact us and we're quite happy to accommodate stuff. So you, t- tell me your opening hours, tell me where you can be found <laughs> on social media, that sort of thing. Yeah, we're on Facebook, Ipswich, uh, Geek Retreat Ipswich, we're on X and we're on, um, we're on TikTok and we're also on Instagram. So you can find us on any of those threads. 
um, all Geek Retreat Ipswich or GR Ipswich. And then you can also, we're open 10 till, nope, I'm wrong. We're open 11 till 10 every weekday and, and 11 till 8 on the weekends, unless there's a special event that we stay open late for. <laughs> but yeah, we're here all the time. It's amazing. Well done. I'm sorry I made you cry. <laughs> no, it's Joni. It's just those lovely words. I mean, it, it does, it, it goes beyond being a shop. It, it is emotive because it means a lot and it means a lot to the people who comes here and it means a lot to our customers, to our staff. They, our staff are all brilliant and they all care so much about everybody. So it's nice to hear the customers feel that as well. So that's why it means a lot. <laughs> That's Sharon Lockhart from The Geek Retreat talking to Leslie Dolphin about how they've achieved so much in the two years since they opened. If you'd like to find out more, you can do so by visiting their website, which is at www.ipswichgeek. So Ipswich Geek, no space between, all one word, ipswichgeek.com. So www.ipswichgeek.com. And they're also on social media. You can find out more about what we do by visiting our website, which is www.suffolkmoney.co.uk. And you can get in touch with us there too. So if you've got an idea of a local group, uh, a community organisation, a charity, a local business, an entrepreneur, or some money-saving tips and ideas, then please do get in touch. We'd be really pleased to hear from you. If you can also subscribe to this from the podcast provider of your choice, then you'll always be notified when a new edition arrives uh, for you to listen to. And also, if you could give us five-star rating um, through that podcast provider of choice, then that will enable other people who are looking for stories about Suffolk to be able to find this. So that would be brilliant. Finally, my thanks to the team who pull everything together to make this work. So that's Joy, Sally and Kevin and, of course, Leslie too. So my thanks, most of all, to you, though, for listening. So until the next time you join us, goodbye for now. <laughs>